Welcome to the Busy Being Born podcast with your hosts Kamande and Kigondu. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Busy Being Born podcast. Karibu sana. Kirudisa kisu? Katika la chake. As a legendary line, eh? Yeah. Kawamberia. This is true. Kifo kisimani. Good times, good times. There's How are you doing? I'm I'm great. Um uh, I, I don't think anyone cares about this, but it's a beautiful Sunday afternoon. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm used to recording most episodes on Saturdays, so uh-huh. it feels a bit interesting doing this on a Sunday. This is different. It's very different. This is different mm. after what we metoka kanisani. Yeah, yeah. Some of us to mevalia uh, Saint Andrew Kagwa. Mm. Uh, Jumuiya shirt, yeah, feeling yeah. all grown yeah, out here. All grown. Yeah, um, maze. Yeah, how's your Sunday been? Sunday morning? Yo, it's been uh, it's been a good one. Mm. Eh, uh, nowadays mm. nakuanga wake up early, mm. do a bit of work. Then so today liko wake up early, do a bit of work, mm. then twende kanisani. Yeah. Was yeah. Right. Yours? Mine, uh, most Sundays are wake up very late. Mm-hmm. That's the only chance <laughs> I get. <laughs> so again, I wake up very late. Actually, today I woke up at nine. Ah, good for you, man. Because I got into the house at maybe one. <laughs> yeah. There was lots of rugby last night. Ah, oh, mm. it's that season. Yeah, it's that season. There were six nations. Who, yeah. Um, and, and I have a, a couple of um, French and English friends uh-huh. and France were playing England. So we went to I watched the game. It was a, a lot also of fun. It was lots of fun. I have lots of fun. Who won? Um, France. Have six nations. Yeah. Is, is this, was this a, a good result for you? No, I was supporting the referee. Ah. <laughs> I, I, I didn't, so I was not supporting anyone. Oh, good, man. Yeah, but a very good rugby game after we'd lost our game at Harlequins. Story for another day. Story for another day. Yeah, all right. Twende? Twende kazi. Okay, this episode is brought to you by Prevail Presents, right? Prevail Presents. Um, Prevail Presents is a Kenyan-based arts company that produces stage, screen, and cultural productions. With a proclivity for profound and riveting performances, the company endeavors to create and develop platforms that inspire application and consumption of art beyond entertainment. Check out their latest stage and film projects. Um, They're back at the Kenya National Theatre, KNT, this time with a Martin Kigondu, Kigondu Martin, our very own, um, one-person performance title called Supernova, and they'll soon follow that up with the release of their latest short film, Kanudu. Check them out on their socials for dates and details and show up and follow um, whenever you can. On Facebook, they are Prevail Arts Company, Prevail A-R-T-S Company, um, Kenya, and Prevail Presents, Presents. Prevail Presents on Instagram. That's Prevail Presents on Instagram. Prevail Presents, Gems Beyond entertainment mm-hmm. i'm looking forward to you on stage i haven't seen you on stage in in a minute in a minute it's li- mm. maybe two and a half years huh? yo bro this is pre-covid it's, kagia yeah kagia kagia was the last time i saw mm. you on stage mm. and so and um, i was telling abu even before we started recording even mm-hmm. him I've, I've not seen him on stage because we didn't uh, for some reason i missed too early for buds mm-hmm. when, when when he was doing it so i'm really looking forward to going back to theater and enjoying oh um, bro yeah things are coming back yeah man I, I, that's one of the things i'm looking forward to yeah. so much our previous guest is also on stage soon yes mm. yes mm. 
Yes. Ngoge wa tiongo zinaitwa I will marry when I want. And your stage with him? Huh? Yes, I am. Yes, oh, I am. Man. What went to the theater? Hora joy. Hora yeah. joy. I can't wait for that to happen. So, anyway, yeah, check out check out Prevail Presents and yeah, you'll share the dates here on the podcast For well. sure, for yeah. sure. Um hopefully um, we can get as many people mm. um you know new new fans uh, to, to go that way yeah to go that way that's what's up All and right. uh, the thing about theater performances is if you don't catch it on stage at a cartoon on 2063 mm. you can always grab a copy of the latest stage production so hopefully soon we'll give uh, we'll get back to the culture of Kenyans reading plays hey square to just ngoge wa thiongo john cb is out here with a new publication so playwrights are few but work is out there yeah work is out there anyway we have a guest we have a guest we have a guest we have a guest <laughs> <laughs> are they brilliant of course they are brilliant uh-huh, uh-huh. are uh, they representing the motherland they are representing the motherland very mm-hmm. much mm-hmm. Uh-huh. and last but not least uh-huh. are they busy being born of course they are very very busy being born uh, ladies and gentlemen ladies and gentlemen our guest today is a brilliant mind that is clearly a philomath with a spectacular uh, and particular interest skill and success around science technology engineering and mathematics aka stem as she pursues her phd in applied statistics the alumni of the university of southampton is a machine learning engineer with an impressive background in mathematics and beyond ladies and gentlemen today we host a woman of faith focus and favor that has traversed the world making the motherland proud and in so doing is becoming a beacon of excellence and possibility ladies and gentlemen we are honored to have with us today miss monjiro njogona welcome do you still go by lea Yes, I'm Lea. Lea ah, Monjiro Njuguna. Okay. But uh, most of the time on social media, mm-hmm. I go by Monjiro Njuguna. Mm-hmm. But my official name is Lea. So you, you, you've not dropped it by I any ha- chance? No, I've not. Like legally, no. Mm-hmm. Yes, because I think it will come with so much uh, complications. So I'm still Lea. Mm-hmm. Lea Njuguna. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So yeah. Lea, can we call you Lea for today? Yeah, kindly do. That's kindly do. Up. Yeah, that's fine. Karibu sana Lea. Thank you. Thank you for oh making si- uh, time for us on this sunny Sunday afternoon mm-hmm. when you'd be maybe somewhere swimming. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. yeah. That's yeah. plausible. Or just sleeping. Or sleeping. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing that yeah, people catching do. Catching up on, in sleep. Yeah, catching up in sleep on yes, Sunday afternoon. Yes, yes, yes. It hits different on Sunday afternoons. Mm, I know, I know. Yeah. Yes. I'm it's clueless about what after you guys do. After church. Mean. After church. Mm. Then, uh, <laughs> my Sundays are some easy. of the busiest ones. Oh, on, even yeah. on afternoons. Yeah, bro. Oh. Uh, but <laughs> thank you. Thank you for making time to be with us. Wow, the yeah, introduction. Yes, thank you very much. Yeah. And it's it's humbling. Mm. Yeah, it's humbling. Yeah. When I received this call and I was like, "What?" This is uh, it's it's thank you. Yeah, you're out here doing big things, my <laughs> And uh we were just saying before this, um one of the things we are grateful for uh that is social media one of the things we are really grateful for that platform is mm-hmm. it makes us feel connected yes, sure. even if we haven't seen each other for, for years, years and years yes yes, yes. Um, and uh, maybe i could jump on this yeah uh the last time we saw each other was back in high school mm-hmm. at least kimalizia so there is a history yeah, here. yeah. Yes. Yeah. um yes, yes, yes. Uh, she, 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 20, 2006 yeah 
Yes, 2006. That's a while back. That's a while back. That's 15 years oh ago. Oh my god, you're Gregory. This was uh, the Nakuru High School. By then. Yes. This, yeah, oh yeah, this we, was the year right before it got split. Yes, here. right before. Nakuru boys and Nakuru Actually, girls. we were the first uh, ladies mm-hmm. and no the gents, like the Nakuru boys and the Nakuru girls. Yeah, KCC. so by then bado mlikuwa mmechanganyikiwa. Yeah, tulikuwa tumechanganyikiwa by the okay. because some of our classes we used to do them like uh, together history especially history and this like combined classes uh, but yet you feel that when you're sitting for your exams you go like all that will go to the girls side mm. yes mm. yes okay let's get to how you got there yeah um you could uh, connect it all with a uh, primary school where you grew up but yes i remember my first day at nakuru high school mm-hmm. i felt like oh it's pretty cool to cast here that is if you like but i felt like shit mm-hmm. yes high school for me the first day and all four years yeah was <laughs> not that exciting for really me. why yeah, a lot of people are, are surprised <laughs> by that but today we are on you <laughs> uh, how did you get to Nakuru High School? What were it to Kawapi? ETC ETC. Um for me I am from Kiambu first okay. of all but before uh, relocating to Kiambu after my mom was like no we are done with Nairobi life do we, we went back to home now our uh, shags Kiambu Gidongori. Then but I was studying at uh, at NPC Academy Nairobi Pentecostal. Then did my KCP there. Then I was taken to Nakuru Girls, oh, Nakuru High by then. So my uh, my experience the first day. Oh my God! Be- before you even go to that, uh-huh. is it the school you wanted to go to? No. Okay. Honestly, no. For me, I was looking at girls, especially like precious girls, Riruta, and because I was feeling like. That is the school to be in, you know, like the chops, blah blah blah. That mentality back then. Uh, then I we, it came. You've been selected to go to Nakuru High School, and I was like Nakuru High School. First of all, I have had not heard about it, but my mom was excited uh, because for her it's an old school, and everyone, the old people, know about it. So I was like, okay. She was like, no, you have to go to the school. But now going there, one, we had to shave. So we, oh. we I oh. had to shave my hair. Wait, it was Nakuru a, colo- a pre-colonial or colonial school? Or yes. What sort of history did it have? Exactly. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. Those good schools back then, you know. Um, then, oh my God, you have to shave your hair. I was like, what? But my mom, you don't negotiate with her. So I shaved my hair. Then going there, you feel like, okay, mix school. And that culture. Then I I felt that Lakurai did not have rules. You know, like you, you go there and everything is just different, you know. And because I had come from an academy. So it felt like, oh my God. Are you being thrown to the university or something? Um, the first day I lost my bucket, baby, 
which I saw it when I was in form three. <laughs> My purple bucket. <laughs> yeah, bucket, yeah. So, so for me, and and it was like hectic. The first day I cried and I was like, I just felt like going back home. Then first term went by second term. But I loved, for me, the four years, they were the dopest when it comes to my education from primary to like PhD right now, I would say high school, I had an amazing time. And most of the people that I met and some of my very close friends and in my network, I met them there. So for Nakuru High School for me, it's just, it was my beacon. And uh, I loved it because one, it taught me that this you to get freedom you have to be like very responsible freedom and responsibility yeah so you I, there was no one to tell you like yo Leah, you have to wake up this early you have to do this you have to do this some of of like physics we did not even comp- complete our our syllabus because our physics teacher sorry to say he was like i don't know he didn't care so you had to take it like it's a responsibility to like, yes, I have to go to university. So I have to work very hard. Then one thing I loved about that school is our headmaster, our principal, that's Kendagor. Oh my God, may he rest in peace. That Mze was amazing because for him, he was like, if you had a punishment, Ama, he just gets you like, okay, oh, you're, you're being punished because of coming late. You're wasting time. Go to class. Then he'll deal with the teacher. You see, like, I loved that. Baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he yeah. was weird. <laughs> so then, plus he was an old guy. So so he like, he used to connect with us like on a level of, oh, these are like our my grandchildren right so so for me for the girl side because those uh, what i hear from my friends and maybe that's the reason he didn't like the school it's because of the bullying most probably and now it was tougher for the boy child as compared to the girl child so so for me and we really used to do so well in stem uh, stem uh, math sciences so so for me i i loved that experience like it made me i was this weak chick who was like ah. but when i went there it it made me so strong because you find that most of the guys that uh you you interacted with especially the boy child in that school they really do not care they were bullies high time like you know so you had to be like a strong chick and if you look at most of the ladies that went to nakuru girls nakuru high by then hey they are you know chicks of substance in the society and they they just don't back down on on like challenges or something but also for me i i loved my experience wow high. that's mm. a very different experience from what mm. you went through <laughs> it, it wasn't actually for nakuru high it wasn't your regular school yeah. back then it's not like right now it, it has rules and regulations no there were no rules like if on saturday you want to to pass you're like okay let me i need to know how to go to town you know such things so so for me i felt i am that lady who doesn't want to be like ah rules because i am responsible enough and yeah i appreciate schools that have that but uh it taught me that freedom and responsibility go hand in hand yes um what do you mean by 
there were no rules was it anarchy um could you get up at any time you want or were there certain things at least that were expected of you there were things that were expected of you first of all you had to perform well mm-hmm. definitely but there was no that thing of you need to be up by four so no there was no, for me there was nothing like you see like some of the schools that my friends went to you hear that especially the girls schools you're like these lights out there was no lights out was there no there was no there was no lights out in the dormitories uh it was uh yani it was just freestyle if you want to go to classes whatever time you go and shop if you want to wake up at whatever time just make sure that you are organized and you pass were there morning duties yes 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 they were and can you but choose to not do them no no but some people used to sky I'm, I'm i'm really avoiding to jump in because <laughs> perspective is everything because i remember on the boys side yes the four mr chumba alikuwa anakuja na tukimbiza are you serious i In my 30s I still wake up nikijistuka Mr. Chumba na nikimbiza. What? So that, that's a boy's experience. It, yes. The boy's experience yeah. was super different. So it seems like that mm-hmm. it was it was like two mm, yes. two very different. Yeah. Plus it was very big so it could possibly be very two different. It words. was different. The only thing that uh, the the person that used to make us wake up is that one thing that I remember was Mze Kendagor he used to graze Uh, his cows so at at 4am yeah at 4:30 it was different three so you could hear the bells the cattle bells so you know that by the time he's coming back it's around 4:30 you should be up <laughs> <laughs> so and when I, I was yes when yeah. i was in form uh, 3 that's when we were introduced like the thing for matron she tried to bring rules when we were in form 3 i think so some things started changing because they knew that it had to be a girls school but now but before when i was in form 1 form 2 things are, were so relaxed you had to go like people by this so many people even the, the the guys from boys school you hear yes chumba used to come but did they used to go to class Exactly. <laughs> you see people used to go there ah, like let him be you know yeah yeah so for me i love the experience there yeah mm. yeah no I, i like the fact that even before we ask you what lessons you took from your high school period you really answered that that with freedom comes responsibility yes. yeah mm-hmm. yeah a follow up question to that is you, you've alluded you've mentioned mm-hmm. it in passing mm-hmm. that stem was um, very strong one of the strongest suits of um, of of the school eh? yeah um did you find yourself gravitating towards stem or did you do other things were you artsy or um were you in drama club or anything else no <laughs> no. no actually for for me i i was more of swimming 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 mm-hmm. And uh, okay, sports. I used to go like to cheer. I used to love watching uh, basketball and rugby, because high school was big on rugby. Was big on rugby. Yes. Mm-hmm. Then swimming. Yes, I love swimming. And but you uh, didn't. Did you do it competitively? Yeah, we used to do that. You we used to do that. Yes, mm-hmm. we, I used to do that. And what else? And no stem. 
Yeah, but drama I used to go and just watch. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. And YCS. And YCS actually. Is. <laughs> It's coming up the second. <laughs> young Catholic students. Yeah. Yes. YCS. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um tell tell us more about your your gravitation towards STEM. Is it something that you at that time and and we'll see it later on in your life. Huh? Mm-hmm. Um but did you find how was it for you did you find yourself enjoying it because i for for a fact mm-hmm. and i've mentioned it, i i enjoyed math a lot which is very weird oh uh, yeah uh-huh. i enjoyed math uh-huh. yeah yeah a lot. most people don't yeah most people don't <laughs> yes but i found myself and for me it's very weird because there's a lot of math in physics but i never enjoyed physics at all i was mm. just doing it for the sake of doing it ah uh, okay yeah mm-hmm. but for math in particular mm-hmm. i found myself when i'm not thinking about rugby i'm thinking about math mm-hmm or vice versa I'm thinking about math I'm thinking about rugby mm-hmm. and whenever I found myself very bored in class or you know those days when you prep time and you don't feel like doing much yes then I'll do one of two things mm-hmm. I'll think about the rugby team <laughs> and how I want to <laughs> I want to select players because I was a player coach in wow. yeah we didn't have coaches or anything uh-huh. or mm-hmm. I'll start doing math mm-hmm. so d- did you have a similar experience Yeah for me I would say I gravitated more towards STEM like I loved maths maths comes first then there's the physics then chemistry then bio bio wasn't like my sweetheart because of too much of the writing and you have to be like uh, too much of structure which back then I did not have I was an all over the place person and uh, I, i when i'm writing till date i i i there's an issue with writing too much i am not that person so for for bio i used to pass just because i have to pass but um the structure i didn't fancy the structure plus you needed to be very specific you know you Yeah there's something about biology I didn't like. Yeah if you're writing about wilting of leaves exactly. you have to like write it in a very structured way yes. and, and explain the process. The reason yes, I remember yes, that yes, is yes. because I think it yes. was the essay in our year. Mm. There used to be you remember biology. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> This will be one of my quietest episodes. <laughs> But keep going. <laughs> When, when you guys are excited about STEM Minico, I, I loved literature. <laughs> I was only thinking about literature and Nikki. You guys remember Nikki? <laughs> Nikki, Nikki Nikki Yes. <laughs> Nikki Mizizi. That's all. Shila Monyiga. Shila Monyiga and literature. That's it and drama. That's, that's it. <laughs> Nico, did you do that? Listening. <laughs> the reason I'm laughing is because as I started asking that question, do you remember I I, I looked at Kigondo <laughs> and his face was so blank. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, what is, no, at least what are you talking We spoke about wilting in a recent episode. Ilikuwa shades of shading. Sindio abu. Eh, so that is not the main reason. The main reason is sciences niko hapa to just know the the closest i'll come to sci- sciences is playing a scientist like acting as one <laughs> all good tuendele tusichome picha sana yeah so so the excitement around biology, yeah. biology to date when you yeah when you're trying to actually order your thoughts around certain mm. chemistry physiology mm. anatomy whatever mm. there needs to be a lot of structure because yes yeah, yeah. yes 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 biology I mean, is that much room for creativity in biology is there 
no. maybe, maybe there is creativity not to some too extent. much how no, i mean in, in terms of seeking knowledge in terms of the epistemology uh-huh. yeah uh-huh. maybe that because you have to make creative guesses about things eh? okay uh-huh. maybe this is how blood comes from here to here uh-huh. and this is maybe make those guesses creatively mm-hmm. but i don't think in the explanation process it, it, it doesn't give you room yeah, to yeah i don't think is that much room for that no, anyway no, no, no. i'm gone <laughs> <laughs> so so for me biology mm-mm, i wasn't i was good at it when it comes to the grades but honestly it was exhausting um when it comes to literature and languages ooh i just passed for the sick gosh English till date mm-hmm. I usually say I am not good at it. I think I just survive on language but it's pretty pretty not easy for me. Honestly mm-hmm. language is not easy for me. Yeah. So so you find that So if, like, if you're talking about language you'd look like Kigondo. Yes I would look like Apa wacha nichangie. You know like I I did not get the I I, I was like Machado of Venice like I loved that watching mm-hmm. you know I loved watching but when Jamini coming to read it thou art what what the hell was that you know it used to confuse me I'm like why why should you had this stuff for me that was it for me like yeah. languages and history history you know because of writing a lot of writing and you had to pass it because you have to have that grade but uh, anything that was out of stem was a struggle yeah, yeah. for me it was mm, a struggle yeah. yeah one of the things i've been thinking about a lot in relation to say free will eh, mm-hmm. is that notice how for instance eh, mm-hmm. you and kigondo yes without without your own doing we may say that eh? mm-hmm. you're drawn to different things yes totally. yeah? yes yeah it's not your own making no yeah so whoever you are right now is a culmination of things that you didn't make a decision yourself yes. because you didn't make a decision to like english no. or like the arts you're right mm-hmm. no, not at all not at yes. all and not the same thing for you and stem yeah yeah true true mm-hmm. true, true true i so, totally yeah, agree so how much free will do we have in our lives if really we go to the very basic things and we control very little of that of what we like of what we enjoy uh well i think that the angle of free will comes the older you get because clearly uh, we didn't have that much of it back then but say post high school mm-hmm. most of the choices you made in that line were out of your choice yes, you, yes, yes. this was now i really like this mm-hmm. i feel i'm stronger here yes. so i'll take this mm-hmm. 100% uh, but, the, but the, in your earlier years yeah 100% so yeah. And, and maybe two minutes spent on that eh? mm-hmm. the choices that you're making are already presented to you you're right mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so all, all you're doing is choosing just choosing you're right. yeah? Yeah. yeah but mm-hmm. the options have already been, been presented to you yes. Yes. by circumstances yes. or precursors to that point in time mm-hmm. you're a right a lot of those things you don't have control over mm-hmm. yeah so mm-hmm. if you're realizing that hey i'm strong in theater or i'm i'm, I'm strong in it is because yeah. of yeah. Yeah. yes yes yeah. you know yes. you're just making a choice mm-hmm. based on something that's already presented on, before you. you yeah yeah, yeah i, I mean. know but i i think um it's like the system that we, like it's it's the system that we're in you find that when okay when you're born um also the background that you come from the things that are presented to you when you're, you're in in between from the first year to the fifth 
because my mom was a, was a teacher and you you find that most of the things i feel actually after you've mentioned i feel most of the things were gravitating towards stem stem that is so interesting what did your mom teach yes like she was more of science blah 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 uh-huh. you know uh-huh. so so you you find that most of the things that even at home you did they are that yeah so it's like the system from where you uh, you brought up then afterwards when you come to now you get into school the we you have to have like these subjects home science math you know then you go to high school now where you you cannot choose primary then high school you're given the illusion of you're choosing some subjects you're dropping some subjects then after now high school that's now where but also after high school you also you get into a system that also chooses for you cuz for me i went to moi and i went for statistics. more university yes mm-hmm. more university and you go to i i went into statistics yeah so it's like it's something that is already, already like predetermined yeah. yeah you're very yeah. right mm-hmm. uh, um our parents are teachers as well mm-hmm. yeah mine was a teacher of english mm-hmm. same, yeah same here oh, okay and uh-huh. in a weird way min menda in that direction yeah. so you uh-huh. you're very right yes. you're both very mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. aya Now that to memaliza around here mm-hmm. I I don't know if we have the high school bit mm-hmm. should we go forward moi wise ama should we go back however you want to throw it keep going yeah mm-hmm. let's talk about moi mm-hmm. this is probably our second or third interviewee who who yeah, yeah really? Cindy went to moi some soko went some to moi some soko went to moi <laughs> yeah that's dope true. people yeah no, very dope people, dope people. Yeah, tell yeah. us about your experience at moi at moi university Yeah, and to preface it so you've gone from an academy where there was so much order yes. then you've been thrown into nakuru where there's so much let me use a word in statistics eh? yes there's so much entropy yes yeah like yes yeah. entropy entropy yeah? <laughs> yes yeah? and then now you've gone into moi moi how was that experience was it chaos order a balance of both um at moi uh, first of all so that you can understand now that period it was after post election violence so being sorry to say akikuyu so you 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 you're called to moi and boys in eldoret now you get that picture mm-hmm. it was scary oh it was scary because i remember my mom was like my brother went to also moi so and it wasn't like he didn't fancy he he really did not fancy his time there because there was so much like chaos because of uh, what's this the the violence in universities and yeah those so when i i was called to me i was like my god should i like skip or but there was no option was there no so when and i the pr- and the process i think the the, mm-hmm. the 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 structures in place made it almost impossible to do that because of yes it's so complicated changing just a course in uh, Kenya uh, yes, especially if yes, you yes, if yes. you what is it called government sponsored yeah the the process is sort of designed so that you don't change mm-hmm. even within yeah. a university not 
inter university yes yeah yes yeah. actually right now that's uh, uh, i was looking at and at some of my friends they, they uh, maybe their nephews or something they're like okay like, how do we change this it's really change uh, the system is trying to change that like you find that if back then i was called to moi and i wanted to go to the university of nairobi they give that window today they, they are able to give oh, today they give yeah, it's easier now yeah mm. it's easier now at least like you, you find some of the universities in Nairobi, in Kenya they are not getting students because students are doing the inter like movement so for us it was a bit difficult back then so you go to you 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 sort everything when you're there So after we went there and there were so many rumors about my university which were not good rumors. So after I went there one <laughs> I didn't get a, a room. So I had to live outside the university. And living outside the university you had to look for a person who is a local there because of now this kind uh, the after effects the, of this the tribal, yeah. Yes, the tribal. <laughs> So it wasn't uh, like a, a, a very good experience for me but one thing that I loved is clubbing in Eldoret. <laughs> I used all my help. Wanaskia. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, two things to, so more universities in Eldoret help yes. is higher education loans board. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Yes. So so I I loved that experience and I my best friend back then called Vero she used to, she, she comes from Eldoret so the mom had like her home was like my home so I used to go there but I used all my money then something came up we were told uh because Moi is opening up the time uh, Kibaki was uh, still president so there were so many satellite campuses, campuses that were being set up so Karatina was one of them so we were given a chance if you're in statistics because we were so many of us you can move so i called my parents back at home and i asked them and my mom was like karatina can you park you know can you park because i think every parent was like gosh how is my my yeah. child doing there so my child yes exactly which is very sad so i ended up after a semester or two i ended up in karatina but still more under more university yes and karatina oh my god we were like the first or the second lot actually the first statistics lot and we ended up in a class of 20 something 25 from a class of around 150 so you find that at moi i used to live outside so when you come for your lectures you sit behind so most students are maybe drunk so you don't even hear anything from the lecturer so that day is like ah that lecture ah you don't even you're like ah, okay i'll just take books and something and do the notes but at karatina oh my god i think that's when i got the focus because you're only 25 hell what are you doing in karatina you cannot even go in club in karatina you know back then <laughs> you go to the market <laughs> <laughs> you go to the market so ah. it's a very big produce market in karatina yeah, you know, yes, you know, so so for us uh, at karatina all you used to do is books 
Then in Karatina, I was, I vied. So I became the director of sports and health. And I, the first uh, dispensary was built when I was in Tenya. I fought for that. There was the the, the sports uh, department, the stuff about sports and all. So yeah, Kayatina also helped me in my leadership uh, part of of things. Yeah, th that was my experience in, in Karatina where I graduated from. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Yeah. We've opened a couple of threads. Huh? Yes, we have. I think let me try pull on one or two. <laughs> one of them is how did your parents feel? Mm -hmm. You've mentioned that when the opportunity for you to move from Eldoret to Karatina mm -hmm. came, yes. they jumped at it. Right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I can imagine that when you're called to more university, they were quite apprehensive about it. Eh? Mm, yeah. Yeah. And, and how were those first two semesters of the semester that you spent mm -hmm. in, in Eldoret? Um, did you feel the tension? Yeah. Because you see, like now, if I am to call my mom, definitely I'll, I'll talk in my native language. So most of the time, I used to call her when I'm in the room, either early in the morning or when I'm back from classes. Uh, I rarely used to do it when I'm outside. Wow. So if someone calls you, not even just your mom, anyone else who you'd normally converse in, in, yeah, in Kikuyu, in, yes, can't do that. No, 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 no. It was a bit, and I remember because I went with the the famous Eldoret Express when I was going to school. So it jammed at Burnt Forest. Oh my God. And it was at night. It was a terrible first, I'm a first year, I'm a chick, and you remember those days. So people were, uh, uh, they were just like recalling the people who are from Eldoret, and they were kikuyus, they were like, you know, at Upper, this is where people were burnt, blah, 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 you know, it was a bit scary. So I also went with that picture to the university. Yes. Well, have you been to Eldoret since then? Nah. By choice, someone just by chance. I don't think I would want to. I don't know. Nah. Oh. Even now? Uh, even now, I, I, it's just something that I don't think I would want to. Because mm. uh, for us, we, no, it was even, because you see, you're not in Eldoret Town. Mm. It's easier. You're in Chepkoilel. That's the main campus. campus. Yes, that's yeah. uh, That's uh, This Eldoret main campus and Chepkoilel was the science. Mm. Yes. Mm. And now it's a university. Okay. Mm. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Okay, you you spoke of the multiple threads. Mm. Um, yeah, the second one was uh, you mentioned about you moving to Karatina, and now it's it's a very it's a bit more intimate. Eh? Yes. Yeah. Mm. Um, was it hard for you to regain that focus? Yeah, it was. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, definitely, it was because mm. it's like um, on Fridays we went to jam. Like yo, then here you're in an environment whereby you cannot go out. So most of the time, so I used to go home. So you find yourself, I'd rather travel to Kiambu, spend my weekend, and go back to school mm -hmm. uh, because you don't how where. Because right now, the Karatina that is now, back then, it was totally different, and Karatina grew so slowly. They, they were not receptive to the, the idea of having a college in their area. 
because they are like very intimate people and closed up society. So they did not, it wasn't fast. Because even the clubbing people started going when I was in third year. And in your third year, you're like, oh, you're tired of this stuff. Yeah. You know, yes. And then there was, there was no opportunity for you to go to Nyeri or? Actually, no. When you, you, you want to club or maybe to go out or something, you go to Nyeri. And Nyeri wasn't that big. You know, Nyeri is not even a big town mm -hmm. because it's on a hill. So even I think if Karatina was to really blow out, it would be bigger than Nyeri. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Any similarities between the two cultures, especially when you're there from the perspective of a student? Um, cultures when it's a uh, Moi, Moi and Eldoret. Mm. Uh, for the cultures, uh, there were two different cultures. Like, um, have you ever looked at USAU and Nairobi mm. University? University <laughs> of Nairobi. Mm. <laughs> uh, leave University of Nairobi out of this. It's like those. Mm. <laughs> because you feel like we we used to go to trips. Like this one trip, I remember we went to Mombasa and we shared the same bus with guys from Eldoret. Yay! These guys used to discriminate us, one, because you felt like we are children of Alessa, the satellite. Like, no, us, you are better. These are buses. So, so the culture was, like, different. And honestly, from when you're from, you're, you're studying in a, a bigger university, I think there are some things, the habits that you, you, you pick from different people, you know, you're outstanding, you're confident, you know. But for us, it felt like we are in like an academy. Mm. Yes. That's the cause. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, so in your example, Karatena was USIU. Exactly. What were you in? I think the University of Nairobi is good. <laughs> <laughs> get you, get you. Ah, yeah. So earlier on, you mentioned your, your brother. Mm -hmm. And uh, maybe it's not your uh, story to tell, mm -hmm. but is there a story or an experience you uh, you know that he went through when he was back in Eldoret that made you feel, okay, this is more reason to for me to even feel more tensed about being here. Mm -hmm. uh, I remember when back the, uh, when he was joining university mm -hmm. in his f first year, mm -hmm. I was still in primary, I think, class five, class four. So this guy, second, second sem, he goes to, to uni. He has a, a, like, you know, new shoes, blah, 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 a new watch. This is a very good setup. <laughs> Keep going. Yes. <laughs> Now this guy, there's a riot in uni. It is so like the the society around my university. He was doing engineering the main campus. The society. So to not get you, yeah, early two thousands. Yes. Yeah. The community. The community around the university is so hostile towards students then even today. Mm -hmm. So you find that that's the reason more university does not uh, like have this Nigomos, the riots or something. So when they are, uh, they are scared of the policemen and they are also scared of, of the community. So when you go out, you have to like bribe these guys so that you're not hurt. 
the community around yes the community the you like you give them shows blah 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 he had to swim across a river and this is at night because you know police wakikushika you're going to be beaten so you're like okay let me take a chance with with these guys and talk to them mm. so these guys are like okay i need that uh, jacket i need that watch blah blah i love the the ladies now you can imagine what happened to the chicks yeah yeah so for me one of the things and my mom was like i wish i could do something and change these people my son from university but it's, it's not it wasn't yeah. possible yeah. yeah you mentioned something that it's not changed do, do you talk to anyone around there do you, i i've not done any research on mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that sort of environment all i see yes. is currently that the uni is struggling financially mm-hmm. yes, yes yes yeah but yes. you know if, if the culture around the relationship between the community and the students mm-hmm. And the and the institution has that improved or how no, is it No, I, I really don't think it has because the last time, if if you remember, they were the the community had a problem with uh, like non guys from the not locals being employed in the university. So they 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 they, they were like up in arms about it. So for me I feel that's a, like a reason enough to believe that this case haven't really changed. Yeah. Um, this was actually in the papers yeah, it was. Ago. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It's yeah. a very it's a very sensitive uh, topic. Yeah, topic. For sure. yeah. Quite yeah. sensitive and I don't think I have enough information yeah. to, to develop go in that direction. In yeah. that direction. Mm-hmm. So it's culture shock after culture shock yes. after culture shock. Yes. Uh Karatina happens and uh, soon enough you're in Southampton. How is that? How do we end up there? What's that story in between? Uh Southampton after I graduated I I I did some work here in mm-hmm. Kenya at EBL for some time. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Then I was like okay, I need to for me I, I wanted to like uh, do my studies early enough then get over with it. So I was I had to sit down and think okay, what do I really want to do? So I decided okay let me go with actual and it's 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 sorry to say I think I wouldn't have chosen that because I don't know I was just doing it I think you know the buzzword there's a, there's a lot of buzz at that time <laughs> yes. eh? around actual science yes yeah. so and my mom was like okay where exactly so yeah and university of southampton is it's southampton itself it's warmer it's like kenya like you know central Yeah. So yeah, and that's how I ended up in Southampton. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Um, so you, your choice, sorry, your choice was made purely out of the hype around actual sense or was there more thought to it? And it's okay to admit I don't think you'd have changed anything <laughs> back in the day no, because think, again we can't go back and test. I uh, know I think for me it was just the hype. It was a high Sorry to say, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I remember that time even in local unis. Eh? Yeah, and so yes. many people. Yeah, I have a couple of friends yeah. who went in that direction. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 Okay. Um, there's this work experience you have at EABL. Mm. Yeah. Uh, the moment you start working there, are you already thinking, ah, ah, let me just go back to school already? Mm-hmm. Ama, is it a year or two in that you start thinking, oh yeah? I'm still supposed to be following that direction to Malaysia like you said mm-hmm. most of the school stuff mm-hmm. uh, is this what is going on in your mind ama was it something that happened that you were like no let's just finish up the bookwork first uh when i got the job at abl you know those first jobs mm-hmm. why you feel like you're so like moneyed 
and I felt like hey and I was really traveling I'm bowling yes exactly so so I felt like <laughs> what are you doing I was you? I was a data analyst mm. so I was doing the sales for Central Kenya so I was all over like Central in different hotels so it felt so nice hey i love you i need to go and, and check out a ebl as, as as a professional analyst for mm-hmm. 10 years i don't get to travel <laughs> what are you doing what are you doing? are you, are you, are you counting me, stock yourself for me i was attached to there was this company you know consultancy so i was attached to that company so for them they used to send me around mm. yes so i was to be in charge of the sales i don't do it but the sales counter mm. yes yes so it used to be like fun for me it was fun in the morning. fresh out of campus yeah. mm. yes I, i i used to be like yeah bowling mm-hmm. so but my mom was like apana this is not enough for you so yeah okay yeah i just had to resign then that is when you thought school lama was cool then let's resign school then let's resign okay yes. uh what did that stats show about uh drinking uh or consumption around central <laughs> is are you at liberty <laughs> to share this no i can't okay. <laughs> <laughs> i i'll ask you a more controversial question yes <laughs> did you feel anything about working for a beer company for an alcohol company did you have any restrictions any sort of Ama, moral dilemma uh, uh, no. or that's not something you thought about ah, then no no not no. at all yeah mm. for me mm. i was like okay is the money good okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. The, the reason i asked that is i found myself thinking about it a couple of times uh-huh. especially when you're con- doing consultancy because i've never worked for a company yes. like that mm. but i've worked with companies uh-huh. whose objective is to help these companies yeah. make more money, money. Okay. and how do you help a company make more money it's by selling more product yes and <laughs> <laughs> and and making their marketing more more robust and solid and more uh, yes. convincing eh? Uh-huh. Eh? so i'm helping you uh-huh. sell more alcohol to my people to my people <laughs> and i don't drink alcohol i believe in the vices or the yeah yeah if if we if you say yeah drink more uh-huh. yeah or even even worse yes. yeah Not, yes Let me describe that. Yeah. <laughs> a cigarette company. <laughs> For the first time to turn that. Yes. A cigarette, a cigarette yes. company. I'm so I always find myself in those moral conundrums. Mm. Ah. Yeah. No, honestly, I'll be lying. Gosh, I will be lying. I didn't. You didn't. Mm. I didn't. But I was proud. I was really proud because I felt like I think I'm doing well. Mm. You know, like being considered. Mm. Y- yeah. I okay. think yeah. and you are was i <laughs> <laughs> <Weren't> you? <laughs> yeah. um so we to mefika southampton it's warmer now it's warmer. Uh, well compared to the rest of the uk yes how how's the experience there uh southampton first of all it's too white it's too too white so when you go to church you find that you're like the only black um it's not that it's warm because i almost got pneumonia because you feel that okay it's this sunny then you go out this like you're not well uh, you know clothed so you feel like okay it's warm then the cold catches up with you yes it's not that warm because you know the uk is like an island mm-hmm. so 
it's very like moisty and humid yeah so but my experience there it was lovely because um coming from the culture of kenya like uh, lecturers like you know our lecturers just lecturers who don't <laughs> but we love them regardless but in in the uk you find that oh my god now the structure is serious like first of all we had i had so many courses to do and it was very serious like what back to back back to back classes what are you doing a uh, masters or post yes masters <laughs> then now after you have passed that's when you'll do your thesis your dissertation now so for me in the uk i like put my head down kabisa like serious job and you know you, you, so much was given to me so so much you know is expected uh, from me so I, but at least i had my brother there so you find that yes when i, I want to like have fun i used to go to his place and he's like okay let, let's go for a movie actually that's the the fun part of it but uk generally people were very lovely in southampton I mean, it was lovely yeah. yes because they are chilled kwanza but coming to places like london it's cutthroat like kwanza when it comes to the job market yeah this yeah. a bit of like discrimination yeah, yeah. Uh, again two threads there one is related to the education and the one the other one is related to the culture yeah mm. um, let me pull one first so you mentioned your first statement was that is very white mm. But the people are also very lovely. Did you ever feel that you don't belong in any way? And I know maybe that's very uh, that's quite a strong statement. I know. But the reason I'm asking that is because mm-hmm. I've, I've I've felt it and I just want to know did, have you ever felt that? Um in Southampton no. In Southampton no. But other parts of the UK yes, somehow. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um that's good to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's is it because everyone around you made it so comfortable for lack of a better word for you to be there and they treated you the same as everyone did you ever get any hints or um indications subtly it could be of racism in any way um for for like other parts of of the country yes because you uh like uh the uh, the brits they are not like open racist so they'd be like hi how are you like you know those things like how are you uh what are you doing in the uk and they are not so sure if you're also british you know mm. because they are uh, we have yeah. black british yeah so you're like okay i came to school and they're like i hope you're planning to go back and work oh, in your country in your country mm. like oh well, this is not like a genuine concern like your your country needs help exactly it's more of please go yeah yes. finish you know, piece off yes 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 so i did you have experienced that personally yes, in other parts of the uk yes wow. i did uh-huh. i did i did uh but in but that used to come from the older brits rather than the younger the younger are like uh, you don't they are not really, really sorry to say like they really don't care you know like it's just like the young kenyans like for us we want to interact with yeah. with people you know and it's fun but for the older people you find the older generation they are more like loyal 
like we want our, our country to ourselves you know yeah yeah okay okay thank you um, to know so wh- why why don't you have the british accent british actually that's the reason i told you for me languages <laughs> are not for me some of my, uh, my people catch. were like you didn't catch this uh, Uh, like the accent no i didn't uh-huh. i did not okay no, yes. no. What, what about food uh, football uh, do you Foot. now support manu so so damton no okay manu okay from okay. back then yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. all right good to know um um you mentioned something about the difference in education mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. or how it's delivered at least yes, huh? yeah. mm-hmm. uh what are some of the differences are lecturers more involved um is it that there is more attention because i feel like part of the challenge with mm-hmm. the kenyan system yes. having been there for that many years yes. um, i've been in, in school a lot yes. in my life <laughs> um i felt that if if you don't have the drive especially in your graduate studies then you'll never do anything yeah you'll never do anything and that's why a lot of people i don't know what the completion rate is especially for stem subjects but it's very low eh? mm-hmm. it's very 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 low because there is not that much involvement it's like you know you used to say uh, the teacher gives you 20% and you you go for the I here teacher. i think they give you t- 2% then you just three. have to yeah, yeah you to have to do all the rest the, yeah, yeah. Mm. um so is it different are they more involved um is the pedagogy different the delivery what the relationship uh, one it's the involvement all lecturers are extremely involved if i will tell you the 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 doctor who who like uh was at, i was attached to during my dissertation oh my god that guy did a wonderful uh, job uh for him it was overend above like he used to call have calls like can can we have a meeting can we talk but you're like oh my god no you know he was like he used to take you step by step they were like honestly involved totally did, they, did, he, did he help you choose a research area for your dissertation uh for for the dissertation you're sent to like uh different uh, the areas that they they feel that they're relevant you see like and there are gaps and there are gaps exactly so they tell you okay what do you think so you choose so they guide you you know um and to make like a, a, an informed decision because honestly when you're in school it's it, it's too overwhelming like to make these decisions right so so for me the the they the ask you which one which area do you really want what are you interested in so you choose then you attach to a guy yeah that's wonderful yes. mm-hmm. because my experience yes. experiences of kenyans doing mm-hmm. the same thing here yes. is very very different yes. I, i know of a lot of friends who've not graduated not because they're not smart Mm-mm. but because they're one um they're part time so they have a lot going in their lives yes. and they've finished the coursework mm-hmm. But the school expects them to choose their research area. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yes, and yet, it's yet it's the it's professors who know where the gaps are. They're the ones who've been doing this their whole life. So my thought and my expectation, and yes. it's being validated by what you're saying, yes. is uh, they should have more input mm, in yes. guiding you. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. Because I know I know so many of my friends who are in school within grad school with. especially in math areas it's mm. very hard to choose areas oh eh? it's very yes, hard to choose yes, research yes, topics yes, yeah, yeah? Mm. they haven't done that because um it's a very it's open sea yeah mm. and they don't they also don't have that much time and the people mm. who are supposed to be guiding them yeah. um are not doing that yeah. so 
at at what point or did you even mm-hmm. um when when you in the course of doing your masters mm-hmm. did you think about your next steps career wise professionally yeah professionally i felt that um i needed to go into risk like um more of one more of, of use of data in And, risk modeling yeah risk modeling that was my like i i was more focused of that on that then so i took a number of of short courses when i was there so you find that i was doing cross validation courses i was doing so many courses while i was still pursuing my uh, my my masters yeah okay mm. um and if you don't mind sharing what was your dissertation about was it applicable was it something that you can reference um, uh my dissertation was uh, i was looking at insurance and uh, the uh, specifically the life insurance companies and how they they deal with risk yes in the factors that geographically in kenya across no, the world in no, the uk no, no, it was in the in the europe <laughs> yes and and, th- that, and and those data were available Yes. Actually they had a database. Mm. So you you're told okay is what uh, for us the database contains this 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 and this. So you have a login and you're told there's someone to guide you through in the database. Interesting, okay. Yes. I think the final question on that thread is um I know in actuarial science for you to actually qualify to be mm-hmm. an actuary mm-hmm. you need to do The papers. certification papers eh? mm. they call them you just say papers if you hear someone saying papers <laughs> <laughs> it's it's papers yeah, those papers are hard yeah. eh? uh, did, did you consider doing them uh yes i did mm. but uh first of all i wanted to see my experience would i love my masters experience first of all then i knew even after masters i would be exempted so at uh, right now i'm exempted from four to six papers because of how i performed in my masters so then afterwards i was like i don't think i'm interested yeah okay yeah yeah so after after this experience mm-hmm. um did you think oh well it's time to go back home ama mm-hmm. did you think oh how about look for opportunities here and just stay there mm-hmm. and build there and grow there mm-hmm. uh, especially now that we learn your brother was there as well. Mm-hmm. So I had pressure to stay there mm-hmm. honestly and um it felt like okay let me stay here but also I was 50-50 because even after uh, finishing I did quite a, a good job with my dissertation so I I got a gig in London which I did then in an insurance company yeah a bank bank okay. yes so so I worked there then another opening came in Tanzania now I communicated that home hmm. <laughs> now the 5050 now became 20 in London 80 in Africa <laughs> <laughs> you have to come back home <laughs> Why do you want to stay there? And I love on this other side. Leah, you're wasting your time going back to Africa. You know, then my heart, I, I miss home. So I followed my heart. I you missed back. home. Yes, I yeah. missed home. Did, did you think that in in your 
decision tree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're going to throw around yes. statistical words here. <laughs> do your thing. Yeah, I do my thing in your decision tree. <laughs> uh-huh. What point did you was there a tree that had impact in terms of how much can you contribute when you're there versus maybe actually Africa needs me more? Was that and, and it's okay if that was not a consideration or part of your decision tree? First of all, when I was I was making a decision, there was an issue on they wanted to set up the those this capital market mm. in Africa in Kenya. So the the biggest in Africa was to be set up in Kenya, which I think it's still something that they are considering. One that was one of the things that was pulling me here. So I felt like I think Africa needs me. And then the other thing was oh my god applying one applying for jobs it is a tall order in countries that you don't like you're not born especially sorry to see whites because one your name betrays you yes yani it's something even if you look at this this documentary done by this there's a doctor who did a documentary on Netflix on AI ethics and by um, bass was the name Biasas. of that documentary exactly no i have to look it up yeah yes so it the, is yeah, something she runs that the lab is, at MIT. yes mm. exactly mm. so it is something that is there people might like no it's not but it's there you have the skill but oh my god mechanisms there are so many things that come just not just the skill yeah oh okay she went to school what's his uh, the undergrad oh okay so the only thing that na, she na did here, exactly <laughs> so the only thing that you did here is your masters you know mm. so they will definitely pick their own yeah yeah. So I felt why why should I yeah. and and we're extending like the same thing eh, mm. to AI agents eh, mm. right so because we, we have our own biases already exactly. we're building those same biases yes, into, into into the systems, systems. yeah so, so the, even if it's not a person who was doing that it's going to be automated it's, yeah. to, it's automated mm. and it has the same biases uh, built into yeah. um whatever algorithm they are using yeah. in the AI mm. Jeez, which is a, yeah. I, I I saw someone I saw someone um was it a tweet you know that you 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 talked about it someone changed mm-hmm. an african yes. it's even worse because it's not even an african it's a black american mm. who changed their names to a very english name you know like john something uh. yeah and applied for jobs and then he was making fun that they're going to be very surprised when i show up tomorrow morning for the interview and i'm not white but that's a real thing because yeah. if you look at most of the people there especially in the uk mm-hmm. it's john So I would be calling myself like Lehana mm. on my CV. Yeah. So I felt like why? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you you come back home. Sorry, before even coming back home. Mm-hmm. Uh, are there any lessons or takeaways? Exactly. Yeah. Bro, from, I see. You, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not coping. Yeah, okay. And are there any lessons from you? How how long were you there? Two years? Yeah, two years. Two years. Yes. Are, are there any lessons that you carry with you? from your time from your two years in, yes. in in the UK so first of all in my in my stay there uh time mm-hmm. Whoa. i became a timekeeper like even when i came back my mom was like hey is this lea <laughs> <laughs> if i tell you it's 12 it's 12 um then 
I became resilient. Like I do not think there's anything that I put in mind. And I'm like, no, you cannot do this. Uh -uh. Resilience, persistence, and timekeeping. Yeah. Yeah. No, she's I, right because you're mm -hmm. here at um maybe 20 minutes. Yes. Earlier than. Yeah. Than the time we communicated <laughs> to you. Yeah, that's what's up, Mazen. Yeah. Um, another way to rephrase that, uh, Sasa, from a different perspective, would be, what what would you tell? What three things would you tell a young Kenyan man or a young Kenyan lady preparing themselves to go out there to study? Mm -hmm. What would you tell them? Oh yeah, oh yeah, carry this with you. Mm -hmm. uh, it could be as physical as. Uh, Royco mm -hmm. or as we farmers' choice sausages yeah. I hear those are there. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Um, unfortunately, you know, if you are to carry, you can't carry supplies for two years. Mm -hmm. So just be prepared to eat work food like uh, from meat. It's very watery. Watery from, meat. Yes, from their sodas, they're like tasteless. Sorry to say. I think Fanta there is like ugh, the Fanta is tasty, you know. Um also psychologically you need to like be very focused because honestly this party you can really have the the life of the time of your life in London but you need to get focused because time goes so fast and you'll be like gosh and you can really fail terribly and come back with nothing. Nothing. Yes. Mm -hmm. So focus and don't forget yourself while at it. You know, yes. You you made friends when you're out there, right? Mm, yeah. Uh, do you have any friends from back home? Did you Do you have those relationships with you? Mm -hmm. Ama, do you still communicate with people you went to there, etc., etc.? Yes, 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 yes. Uh -huh. I have friends. Uh, there's one a Chinese guy who is an actuary now. And there's a lady who is in the, she's a data engineer. Right now she got out of like uh, actuarial, she went to data. She's a very good friend of mine. They came before COVID, they had come to visit me. Mm -hmm. yeah. Nice. Yeah, so also building great relationships. Yes, yes. Network. Yeah. Um, Network. This leads me to... Uh, We'll definitely get into the the, the, the the next level of study. But this also brings me to a different thought. Yeah, yeah? let's go into the heart matters just a bit, yeah? Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, a while ago, uh, you, you wrote this, yeah? Being in a foreign country can be tricky and the relationships mm -hmm. one creates can make or break them. Mm. This is one of the friendships that made me your strong personality, the art of uh, speaking out your mind, and above all, the love you had for God. I remember the sleepless nights uh, that would end up early morning fellowships. I would really complain those hours. Then you share another two or three lines about your friend, mm -hmm. Jackie Karanja. Yes. Do you mind telling us a bit about those nights at that time you spent together? So that we segue slightly into your mind and your spirit and your thoughts around spirituality and all that. And your friend as well. Yes. Um, Jackie is the late. Um, may she rest in peace. She was like a sister to me. I met her in Tanzania. 
she's one of those big sisters who like made life so easy in that country and um she showed me around dar es salaam and uh for me yes i go to church but i also have like i question church definitely but i i am i go to church but for her she was this lady who was like lea do you know like you have to stick she used to remind me like who are you you know so we she used to call me lea on friday uh, where are you going because when i went to da i was a party brat <laughs> we are coming to da oh so okay okay <laughs> I was to mm-hmm. Mati Hope. Sasa club hoping. For her, she used to call me. She's one of the people who made me stop partying in Dar es Salaam. So she called me. She calls me on Friday. She's like, "Claire, where, where are you going today?" I'm like, "Hey, Jackie. I want to stay home." It's like, "No, I want you to come to my place. There's a fellowship." So I go, "Hey, we pray." she holds fellowships we pray baka sometime then on saturday i leave so she she like there was a time that i had done i was getting away from god somehow so she's like she pulled me back and she was like when i was so stressed and i feel like no the person that i need to talk to is jackie she was that person so and when i had like issues relationships issues i had someone to go to yeah and she was like non judgmental mm. like yo she was like non judgmental episode mm. yes so this is in tanzania that's in tanzania so how are you going about addressing your your spiritual needs between uh leaving uh, the UK and coming home is this something you're conscious about are you still going to church out there is it different there than coming back home do your parents think you're now slightly different do you feel it's slightly different being home kuona mass and everything and mm-hmm. to add on to that you mentioned questioning mm-hmm. ties into that at what point do you start questioning when i was in the UK again mm-hmm. yes <laughs> Tell us more kindly share. You know there's this guy who was my friend, he was much older. I met him in a conference. So he's Kenyan, but he's lived there like for the longest. He's, he went there to work. So he's he's Catholic, but he moved. Like I don't know he became an atheist or something. <laughs> Mm. So when you guys meet he's like okay he was in tech so he's like okay but okay like you still go to church yeah but what do you think about this ay 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 you know those things you know sometimes those spiritual things can't really you know they're confusing at do you think Jesus was black what 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 and they have like this i think he had gotten into like another group a cult <laughs> <laughs> so i was like no you you entangle like what you have learned 
and what you know about God. You know they call it they call it the religion of no religion. <laughs> and <laughs> it's right a, it's now, a... <laughs> now, and because I was still young, you're thinking, hey, like you see, I think Jesus was black. I love who they are. Was Jesus black? Okay, for me, I stopped even question. <laughs> <laughs> We'll get to the present. We'll get to the present. Yeah. We are now on that experience. So what is going on? Yeah. So 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 it was like I was sometimes I go to church. Sometimes I do I even really understand what church means? You know, like and I'm I'm trying to find myself. Gosh, it was like such a confusing moment. Yeah. That's when all the questions arose. Yes. And and then come here to Kigondo now. How how does that? transpire when you move back home when i move back home wow my parents like kwanza my mom my mom is like a staunch catholic so on su- sunday interesting mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. so on sundays you have to go to church blah 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 but honestly i had stopped going to church especially when i came back i had stopped to go to church and she's like she she like <laughs> She's like throws those words like, "Hey, what to? When they go to school, they don't have to uh, to go to church. You know those like, yeah. Mm. I don't know what you call Subtle them. Jobs, eh? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I I I I just wanted to know what mm-hmm. do I really want to do as me, apart from just what I learned. Yes, that will uh, will help me. But who is there? Yes. And where are you now? Who is Leah? Right now, yeah. I am back to church. Uh-huh. Hey, Zomambo, you just go to church. There's a God. Okay, maybe. Yes, there's a mm. God. But also, there's someone who takes care of us. You know, there's someone who makes it possible for us. Yes. Okay. Was Jesus black? <laughs> Gosh, I, f- okay, I have I just, peace. Just uh, let me. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> but I usually feel like Jesus was black. How could he be black? He was born in somewhere in. How sure he was born there? Because that's the historical but evidence who, but we have. Who, who are the first uh, like human beings like on Earth? Blacks. Right? No, they are. So every every hundred percent, all of us have traces of blackness. Exactly. Yeah? So I feel but, but, that Jesus but, was yeah, black. But, um, in terms of his race as a current or a modern person, eh? not mm-hmm. not modern, maybe prehistoric person. Yes, mm-hmm. he was definitely not the color of our skin, historically at least. Forget about the religion, mm-hmm. the religiosity mm-hmm. of Jesus, the human part of Jesus. Because even if we go back to the Bible, he be he was man, yeah. So Jesus as man was not the color of our skin. How could he be? You see, the thing is, I was reading, there's a document I was reading written by some professor in the U.S. because the U.S. are the ones who started these movements, right? So he was purporting that the the genes and the, 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 the things that were swabbed from the cloth after he was, the one that he was wrapped in his body, there are traces of black. This is what I'll say. <laughs> this is what I'll say. This is what I'll say. I found peace in that direction the moment I <laughs> to me mm-hmm. I thought Jesus was not white. That gave me peace. Nilijua he's from Israel. Mm-hmm. So he's an Israelite. 
so it's not a white man on the cross mm-hmm. and there are tens of millions of questions around me we talk about this mm. in the podcast all i'll say is uh so that we jump <laughs> into the next <laughs> step watching go with youngos i will marry when i want okay read go with youngos dahi kadeda and he addresses all this no yeah and, and, I, and i'm totally with you he was not white but i think we can say he was not, he was also not african or black at least we know he was not white yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no doesn't he was not black so <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah. so we are in that tizet. gives you that gives you peace yeah he was not white <laughs> no we are in tizet. Yes. um is it zechi or zeki how do you say it zechi zechi africa tell us about that experience um okay what took me to tz was actually not zechi what took me to to tz was i was I was I I was taken in like I was taken in as like a research manager uh and I started a department there in one of the companies in TZ so I worked there and I felt I'm like worn out so I stepped out I resigned What was Zechi doing So that was not even Zechi that was another company mm. Then afterwards I started a company called Zechi. Ah, yes, in yeah, TZ. Yeah. And it was dealing with data analytics. Uh, Zechi did a bit of big works. And I was this the CEO. And uh, yeah, basically it was founded there, but now unfortunately because of the late you find that it was a bit difficult for foreigners to to own companies in Tanzania. The, wait, yes. the late so Magufuli Ah yes. okay so I had yeah. to close it actually I left it with someone to work with mm-hmm. when I came back so yeah it just died yeah mm. yes. what was that process for you um did you was it registered or did you have to, yeah did you have to find a local partner yes, because I know that's a requirement with like a co-founder who is a local mm. yes mm interesting yes <laughs> yeah. you're working on eggshells around this topic <laughs> <laughs> no why, why do we need to let's go all in was it part is, is it I, and again i do not i know at least the high level information mm. um i don't know the details but mm-hmm. is it actually I- illegal for you to do that you cannot register a business that is fully foreign founded or owned yeah you can't you can. is it illegal or is it difficult like it's not even possible oh so yeah. it's actually part of the ha- legal you, framework yes like you have to have like a local yes wow mm. yes okay so so how does that go is, is this six months three months uh, how long do you no no, no the, the, the experience at mm. zechi ah the zechi it, it took uh i resigned and stayed there for like six months Six to seven, yeah, okay. around almost even a year. Uh, and I loved it because I have even worked in with Zechi in Egypt, Rwanda, and a project I think in Uganda. Yes, mm-hmm. so we had a number of big projects, but I felt that then I just felt like ah, oh, it's too difficult to be in this place. You know, the 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 permits. They just had to make it so difficult so i came back home 
Mm. Yeah. Yes. Mm. And and you do not want to come back to come home with a company and register it afresh in Kenya mm-hmm. with operations headquartered here. I I I thought of that. Then I felt like no, I need to take like a beat and I was like let me I need to get into AI like seriously. That's mm. when AI was speaking. Yeah, yeah. Um okay, interesting. Okay. Let, let's take that tangent now. Yeah. So let's ta- time stamp Zechi. Zechi. When is this? 2018. 2018. Ah, okay. Ah, okay. So it's not even that long. Yeah, ago. so it's nah, pretty long. How long were you in there? From 2015 mm. to 2018, 19. So about three years. Yeah. About okay. three years. Huh? Yeah. Um, so in Tanzania and with Zech, you're doing more of data analysis consultancy. Yes. Yeah? Yes. Um, wh- were you doing anything involved? Anything that involved what you'd done for your masters or what was there a huge disconnect or, or could you find some common areas i could just find some common areas when it comes to statistics and probability okay. and risk risk analysis mm-hmm. that's as actually that was my strength like my selling point of my product like the risk modeling and analysis the risk using and, uh, yeah uh, using uh, the data using the data yes okay. so plus now my coupled with my statistics uh, uh knowledge yeah, mm. and and so you'd go to organizations that do what? It would, and what to would your like pitch be mostly, like? Mostly, mostly was one research. Anyone who wanted to do like research, um, to marketing, so that you can have campaigns that are more of uh, targeted, and then there's, there's things like uh, market segmentation. Anyone who wants to know about their brand, anyone who wants to get into the market. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. And and. Now you come back to Kenya and you said that the main thing you wanted to change was or rather to do was being more involved on a near from an AI point of view. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how does that journey begin? How do you what are the resources you start looking at? Mm-hmm. Um and, and yeah, how, how how do you go on from there? Mm-hmm. So first of all, when I came to back to Kenya, I needed to relax. Um and unfortunately. If you're a young person, you have to work so you cannot relax. Our economy can never allow you to just relax. <laughs> so when I came back, um, so I came jobless, remember that? So I took up uh, lecturing, part-time. Ah. That is your part-time lecture you came in. So I started working. Oh, my God. It was such a hassle honestly but also it it took me from level this to this you know level high up to down here yes mm. so and plus uh, the learnings that i got from uh, going from university to university is that you have to take care of your money like budgeting you know because you find that in a university you, there are some uh, dues you're not paid until two years to come. Wow. Yes. And this is something that most people don't talk about. You know. So you find that the money that you had saved, you're using it for transport or your daily stuff, your lunch, your what, your upkeep. So the money that you, you expect is in two years. So what to do? So you have to be like a miser on mm. how. Has it always been like that, or if when you when you talk to other lecturers, or it's is been it like that for years? For years. 
So the older lecturers have know how to expect know what to expect. Yes. Especially if you're part-time. In. Mm. Yes. You know, the only universities that like you find that the newer universities are at least they pay like per yearly or you know. But especially the public old universities. Oh my god. It's a hassle. It's a hassle. There are people who even lose their money. So where are you uh part-timing as a lecturer? I was in Karatina. There was Moranga. Uh-huh. Kirinyaga which I loved because those people pay like after you have given your your results and they are out blah 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 you paid and this much across. Yeah. So what are you teaching? I was I was teaching statistics and also actuarial mm. and actuarial very few people have MSc in actuarial. Yeah. Yes. And and why are you taking specific courses? Yeah, specific. Yeah, yeah. which yeah. ones? Uh mostly risk analysis, statistics and probability. One, two, three. Yeah, one, two, three. And anything to do with maybe stochastic. Mm, I hate I hate, I I, I, lo- not, I, I did not I, I was know. not a fan of stochastic <laughs> methods. It, sometimes it doesn't make sense, mm. I know. Uh there's Bayesian. So yeah, anything that is in that line of actuarial, mm. I will be given. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um were there any patterns that you found around reception to certain courses? So for instance, one of the things I've experienced mm-hmm. in this field is um the idea of actuarial science is very it's beautiful yeah yeah the idea the idea True. of actual mm-hmm. science or even statistics mm-hmm. maybe statistics is, is is a bit more blunt it's out there it's statistics so already people mm. know that it's good it's mathematics so you know what to expect yeah, yeah they know, what, know to what to expect sort of yeah. actual a lot of people don't know what to expect yes I, they, they go into it mm. um i don't know if that has changed and but plus they do have the knowledge yeah True. yeah so when they get into the thick of things eh? oh. and now you move even past stat- statistics and probability one into mm. two maybe a second year there that's when things start getting really really mm, really thicker. Yeah. Uh did, did you f- are there any is there anything that you can speak about from is there a pattern somewhere there? Is there more reception? Is it's, it a challenge for students? Yeah, I would say I think uh, it is how it's being delivered in the country. That is really a challenge and um students like i i used to get people who used to come and ask me like but where exactly will we use actuarial oh mm? because you find that let's just be honest the market will take papers and yet you expect someone to do a, like an undergrad so where is the like the the connection between the market and this guy who's graduating so people it it like it confuses people like students don't know and plus now you find that it is unfortunate that there's this university deep inside so this student is expected that yes let them do actuarial one i don't feel that they have the capacity True, the information so task the the actual society does not relay information to those guys so you find that even a fourth year hasn't even started their papers so you will hear that a a, a graduate someone has already graduated 
from actual, they have done actual, it's fancy, but they're jobless as compared to you're in the UN. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And 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 did you find the same thing in statistics as a discipline um when you started teaching because again there is that disconnect between the market and and granted that's mm-hmm. part that's part of our responsibilities mm-hmm. as people who are in that space and maybe should care. It's our responsibility to care yeah. and extend some sort of help to academia so that we narrow that gap but I feel it every time because when even when we were in school um, immediately we, we leave school, for instance. Huh? You go out there and you start your first job. Mm-hmm. There's a huge disconnect between what you learned and what you're doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the foundations are more or less the same, mm-hmm. but in terms of the practicality of what mm-hmm. you're doing, yeah. there, there's a huge. Vitical ground different. Different. Yes. Mm-hmm. different huh? yes. did, so, mm-hmm. did you find that as well? Were you teaching any statistics um, students? Yes. Yeah? Yes. Yes. And, yes. And did you also find that disconnect between what the the school has designed in in their syllabi versus what you've experienced building zenchi and yes. and doing all these other things yes yes i'll just give you a very good example data science data science is a discipline under statistics the languages that they use the programming languages <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> languages are like uh, julia the ones that are in the market. In the market. Python. And R. And R. What does the university in Kenya entail? There's R, which is not even deep. These SPSS. SPSS. And not even Excel. Because Excel is a very powerful tool. Two. But they do, we don't teach that. So those, yeah, those are like statistical analysis languages. Yeah. Yes. No, not 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 not, not spoken <laughs> languages. <laughs> so you start thinking, where will this person start learning Python and who will inform this person? Yeah, yes. Yeah. So there's a big disconnect. And, and is there anything that can be done? What's your recommendation? Because at the end of the day, we are, what's it? We are letting mm-hmm. the young people down. Yeah, these are things that we already know as practitioners. Mm, eh? mm, we know them. Mm, it's our responsibility. Mm, I feel up to the COVID that it's our responsibility yes, yes. to make sure that these students and mm-hmm. these institutions mm-hmm. do not take these students through the same paths that you went through. Yes. So are, are there any ideas about how that can be done? Uh, for me, I and I always have told some professors who are in charge of this administration staff in these universities. And I always tell them, because I, I can speak from my area. First of all, can we just change the way we deliver? Can we have professors teaching first years and second years, the foundations? Because it will be more like of practical and professors are very good because of research in that. Then have these other guys being like doctors or master students. Yeah, that's you know, a very good point. Yes. Because the foundations, um, they are actually that they are the foundations. Mm-hmm. So if you're taught again, I'll throw some words. Yes. Um, our audience out there, some of them will understand these mm-hmm. things. But if if you have the wrong foundations or incomplete foundations of linear algebra yes. or calculus, you're gone. That affects your whole career. Yes. You'll never catch up because you'll never everything catch up. else is, is an application of 
of um, that. those basics. It's like the same thing in art. I know it's mm, the same thing, yeah. Yes. If you don't know how to move on stage, you miss a, uh, you miss the foundations. You're lost. You're, you're lost. lost. <laughs> uh, keep going. Then the uh-huh. second thing is, can we change? Uh, I, I for me like statistics. Can you do like an overhaul of statistics? Like, can we introduce more practical stuff? Like, if it's Python, yes, do R and Python, and can it be like deep? Let's not do like the surface stuff. And the other thing I feel like all this, uh, sorry, uh, can we have like computer science, some of the computer science or AI introduced in all academic uh, disciplines irregardless? You know, like have have some knowledge of data in your area. Yes. Interesting. Okay. Um, clinging on to this uh, recommendations, mm-hmm. my question would be, is this why you thought of now doing your PhD? Uh, for the PhD, I think one, um, I want to do it like, uh, I, I it's, it's a dream that I've always been wanting. So I want to be a doctor. Then second, it will open doors for me. Like I want to be a, a force to reckon with like in my area that's the reason Uh, yes and plus phd it will help you if it's an impact you will you can it's it's, it gives your voice like yeah if it's layer yeah an authority yeah an authority authority. Uh, and and are you looking at uh, moving more into industry versus moving staying in academia academia. post Mm, are you still in academia I am in a between um in between okay. because right now I'm I'm teaching short courses for data science in some university and uh, I am employed as an AI engineer right now so I'm in in between mm. yes yeah and 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 how do you see that um going forward um going forward I would want to be like a research scientist and uh like I want to get into like changing the narrative in Africa, like because I feel that so many little, uh, so much is to be done in technology. Because in let's take Kenya, if you are asked what are the products that we sell, do we have anything like we sell? Like if most of the people who are making money, sorry to say. What is that thing that intellectual property do they have? Like they're very rich in Kenya. What do they sell? Is it sustainable? Because that is the question. How far are we going with uh, that trend? Mm. Yes. Yeah. Um, is it related to the fact that maybe, just maybe, mm-hmm. um, we do not do as much research as we should be doing in certain areas, specifically STEM areas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, universities are funded. And honestly, I don't know what they do with their funds. Yeah. Not pay their lecturers. <laughs> you see. <laughs> we so know that at least. That's the question that should be asked from mm. the ministry. Yeah. Like, like, what is that money? How is it channeled? Like, who is being funded to do research? Yeah. Okay. And and are there any research areas that you have thought of going into as you mm-hmm. do your um PhD mm-hmm. or 
is it let's start and then see what problems they are to solve uh for me uh, mostly is application of ai in medical yeah mm. infectious diseases yeah hey. great That's what's up. Yeah. Keep soaring. Keep soaring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we, we've done Keep a lot soaring. of professional. <laughs> yes, yeah. we have. Can uh, we dive a bit into the personal We've for tried a few to minutes? play around with it a yeah. lot. Um so someone who's uh, consistent uh, or at least a voice that is consistent in your story is your mother's. Yes. Uh tell us a bit about her. Um oh and let's start it as far back as who you named after. Yes. And that relation. Yes. And your mother as well. Oh, Lea Mwenjiro. Mwenjiro mm-hmm. is my grandma. Uh, my maternal grandma. So she's the mom to my mom. And my mom, they were very close. She, I think she passed on in 1995, something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, for my mom, oh my God, she's been like the beacon of, you know, she's my pillar. Like, and it's not just me even the rest of the family she's my like prayer warrior mm-hmm. she's the person that i go to if like i feel like i just need us uh, to cry things are hitting you know and she's that lady i don't think she can she goes wrong and i have never seen her like bottom ukochini She's, she's a very strong woman. <laughs> so I think that's the reason I reference to her. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She might not have like had that uh, big of education like me, but oh my God. Uh, yeah, she's, mm. she's, yeah. You're right. The the reservoir of strength in our mothers is yeah. almost unexplainable. Like It has that. little to do with education. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Is your bro out there still? Yeah, my brother is out there still. Uh, how's he, uh, how is his experience so far? For him, he's doing well. Thriving. Thriving. Yeah, I, I always tell him, I think for me, I was made in Africa. Uh-huh. For Africa. For Africa. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. For Africa. Yes. That's what's up. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Uh, get into a bit of personal play Let's as we wind up. Eh? Yes, uh-huh. please. Um, what is one thing that you're really good at? Yeah? Mm-hmm. That anyone who does not, who knows you would be surprised. Cooking. Cooking. Hey. Okay what what's your dish what's that one leaki wa kwa hao tunajua eh that's the one um i'm quite good at cooking ugali baby <laughs> no hey hey no hapo sawa ugali yes yes surprisingly and i learned cooking ugali in 2019 okay. yes no that's the shocker Yes. That, no, yes, you're right. Yeah. You're right. That is the shocker. <laughs> Did you miss it when you were away? Yeah, when I was away, yeah. it's my brother who used to cook. Mm. Uh, oh, so yes. you at least had so I used to have ugali because yeah. me I was very like uh, mm-hmm. cooking was not my thing. But after especially Tanzania, Tanzanians are big in cooking. So I learned a lot from them. So you find that uh, it's just that right now I don't do those things. When I'm cooking I I, I even cook coconut rice. See, and, so, and and that's very atypical for someone from central Kenya. Mm, coconut yeah. in yes, 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 That's unheard of. I know. <laughs> <laughs> But coconut waru at least. <laughs> you should try that. Eh? <laughs> 
some some coconut in, yes. in mucha, you know the rice the mix it yes so i also know how to use the mbazi <laughs> you know the one that kunas yeah yes oh wow look at that uh, it's excitement for the food <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Mm. Okay. Um TZ TZ um no Kablata ni the TZ. There's some bit we've skipped a mm. bit. Um so you used to share with your friend uh, yeah. with Jackie yes. uh, boy troubles. Yes. How's yes. that boy been judge. for you? Mm. How's Yikes. that been for you? Eh. Umeonyeshwa mambo ukunje. Oh my god. <laughs> I think for me I always tell my girlfriends and my friends Um when it comes to relationships uh uh-uh. ask me about whether it's easier to shape your career the the <laughs> to be in a relationship in my opinion mm-hmm. you know to be in a relationship yes mm-hmm. in my opinion because you find that some of these things you can control some of these things but you cannot control about the other person mm-hmm. that's the issue Yes. Okay. okay. Mm. Yeah. That's that right. sounds that sounds like a line from what do they call in nowadays Institute of Character Development. <laughs> Character Development. Yeah, that sounds good like, enough. That sounds like a very <laughs> strong lesson. And plus plus for me I am one person who is impatient when it comes to that area. Mm. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um do do you reckon that you can improve that area or is is it something you don't change at all? Is definitely room for improvement okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. um interacting with uh, different africans from different african yes. countries yes uh tz what is it about them that you really think and you miss what did you like when you're there mm-hmm. then any other country that uh, you interacted with and thought oh yeah i liked uh, this from this guys okay let's start with nigerians uh-huh. their confidence whoa I loved that about them. Like like if it's I want to do something, they have to do it. Like they they get into a room, it is him or her will be chosen because of that confidence. Uh the Cameroonians handsome guys. Woo. Yes. Uh for the TZ I will say their love for their people that warmth i miss that south africans not um, that not what these people have okay sorry keep going for south africa i don't know for the love of life mm. okay yeah the people from the south hey, they love life like they live you know fully, fully. Yeah, basically yeah. Those are the people that I would say. Mm. Um double clicking on one component, mm-hmm. Tanzanians. Eh? Mm-hmm. Did, is, is there room for them to love the country and to surround them so much and still extend that love beyond the borders? So how how's the nationalism versus the neighborhood? <laughs> the Is there room for improvement? Like 150%. Okay. <laughs> I know it's, it's a very it's a very straightforward question because mm. I think I've experienced it. Huh? Yeah, 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 you yeah. just experience it from the airport. Yeah. Like Shikamo, if you don't see that they look at you like hmm, this uh, is from Kenya. Yeah. Um what what have you changed your mind about in the last one year? 
about in the last one year? Like anything. Just sit down and enjoy life. Like you never used to do that. Like I am that person who was more of goal oriented. Like this after this after this and I used to beat myself. Uh but after especially during covid oh my god like i always am that person who has become so grateful about just even being here and you feel like you need to enjoy life and i am abiding mostly in a place of gratitude yes and enjoying the present yes. mm. love it that's what's um, up when was the last time you had a hearty laugh or cry hearty laugh apart from today I today by the have laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Hearty laugh. Or cry. Or cry. Mm, crying two weeks ago. Uh when I found out there's a family member who who has like a condition. That stressed me like a whole week. A whole week. I even went off social media. I needed to be by myself. Had to laugh. Sometime my mom had visited me and she was giving me grapevine. Hey, that woman. Grapevine. Yes. Mm. She was like, no, sit down for this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 yeah. Let me tell you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, mm. Throw back questions. Yeah, let's go. Mm-hmm. Uh growing up uh, what did you like if you I'm, I'm pretty sure you interacted with both mm-hmm. Kashata ama Maboyo 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 mm-hmm. uh, Kati ama Blada Kati uh, uh, <laughs> A cat or a dog what would you prefer you I don't have to have a, any I'm a dog person mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah yeah mm-hmm. um Kamilisha Medhali <laughs> I, <laughs> languages languages was a struggle yeah. Yeah. <laughs> jururu sindondo hey, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. sindondondo <laughs> you're right <laughs> you're very right ndo moja tu imebaki ndo moja tu imebaki yeah i think nile libyo high school yeah. <laughs> thank you <laughs> You welcome. You welcome. Anyway. That's our 22 final one. Yeah. The big one. I uh, so the big two are actually three. Big three. Let's start with the book. Yeah. Are you a big reader? Yeah. Okay. It's just that yeah, sometimes yeah. you're on off, yeah. Yeah. So if if you to gift someone a book, which mm-hmm. book um uh, would you give them? Um let's see. For me, I will give one by Keith Ferrazzi called Don't Eat Alone. Don't eat alone. Yes. Yeah. That's I think that's my biggest. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a note from that would be what's the three line? Um for him he explains how networking should be done. Like you should be genuine. First of all you should be like specific about what exactly do you want. Uh then you should be genuine from your networking. Like, do not just do cold calls, like go to network events or something, but just be generous when you're networking. Like, meet Martin. Yes, you need something from him, but do not use him. Give and take. It's It should be like a give and take. Yeah. Like it's an, a wonderful, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, dinner. 
dinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, go for it. If you're to have dinner mm-hmm. with two people, mm-hmm. dead or alive, yes, who would those two people be? Like once in a lifetime chance. Strive, Masiyiwa. Yes. This is a South African entrepreneur. Yes, Zimbabwean. Zimbabwean yeah. entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, that guy. I I I I went for a conference, but uh, in Rwanda. I I I love the love years for Africa. And he's so like. So realistic. He changes the narrative of n- being a businessman and an entrepreneur. Like, how can you? One thing that I love about him is how he monetized his knowledge. Like, what he learned in school, he turned it into money. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Second. Mm. The second person. It doesn't have to be at the same time. Could be. One is today and the other is Kesha. <laughs> <laughs> the other person, there's this guy who acts the transformer. Uh, what's his name? I Stater. love Jason. Jason. No, no, no. Uh-huh. The transformer. Uh, no, oh, uh, I thought of transporter. Uh, no, transformer. He's called who? Gosh, he slipped my mind. Uh-huh. Is he called sure Mark? Mark Wahlberg? Yes. Mark Wahlberg. That's I one? love him. Yes. Why? Be- because of anything he stands for or simply because he looks... He he stands for family. Okay. Yes. And the roles he plays. I'm just Even both as a person as a, uh, and the roles he plays. And he's cute. And he's handsome. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Which, which one comes first? <laughs> Stri- uh, okay. Which family versus... Family his, and versus then... He's his, his handsome. Uh, maybe Family. they are both connected. Uh, connected. And they are both. Con- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. Anyway, uh, last one in the the big one. The big one is um if you to have you in a conference somewhere mm-hmm. um and this conference has everyone that you can think of in Africa mm-hmm. from Strive, Strive. Yes, yeah, Strive. Strive Masiwa mm-hmm. to um Wangari Madhai mm-hmm. to everyone, yeah? mm-hmm. And you didn't have an opportunity to speak but you had a t-shirt on. Or mm-hmm. a sweater on mm-hmm. that had a message that mm-hmm. um, would uh, be seen by the, everyone across the continent. Yes. What would that message be? For me, I think I would go for grace reflects gratitude. Grace mirrors gratitude. Like if you want to have like grace, and I th- uh, for me, I always tell God, give me grace. You have to be like a, a grateful person. Yes. So great gratefulness precedes gratitude as well. Eh? Yes. That's the same thing. Okay. Mm. Thank you so much. Um, yes. Mm. So you're very welcome. Oh man, that was that was dope. Super <laughs> proud of who you are, who you're becoming. Uh, we can't wait to see the person uh, we'll interact with a few years from now. And I'm really grateful. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm awesome. happy to 
see what you're working on mm-hmm. um, in terms of AI for healthcare in Africa. I feel like there, there's a lot. Again, that's another whole podcast yes. about my, how I feel and think about it. I think we could spend a bit more time. Yes, definitely. The, the fact that a lot of research does not in any way include African data and mm. then we're still the ones who are supposed to be, at least now it's improving. Um, yeah. It's improving. Slowly, yeah, slowly, but I think slowly. we have a bigger role to play in that ecosystem. Yes. So all the best with that. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I firmly believe that mm-hmm. that is important work that has to be done mm-hmm. same as all the work that's happening on natural language processing and uh, figuring out how to eradicate bias within mm-hmm. ai agents and machine yes. learning mm-hmm. there's a lot that, that that needs to be done because we cannot move from this world that is um, very human controlled and then build agents that still reflect the same biases that we carry as human beings. Mm. Yeah? yeah. And, and it cuts across all the different industries. And AI is definitely the present. It's not the future. Yeah. It's the, it's present. the present. Yeah. True. And and I feel that as Africa, um, we have a long way to go, but the time is now, is now. to start having mm. a strong voice and acting and doing something about it and mm. you play a very very important role in that so um we're very encouraged by everything you. you're doing Thank and you. we wish you all the best and we can't wait for your success stories send us your dissertations uh, yeah. we read them. <laughs> okay. if you have anything you want to bounce yes um, you know let us know and lastly where can people find you if they want to interact with you on social media um facebook monjiro njukuna instagram uh, Miss Monjiro. Uh, Twitter, eh, Lil Jugan. That was done a while back. <laughs> <laughs> and I need to change that. You need to change it. Yes. Um. And TikTok, Miss Njukuna. Miss Njukuna. Hey, hey you're yes. even on TikTok? Yes. Hey, well, in <laughs> LinkedIn, anyone can find Oh, yeah, LinkedIn. Oh, mm. my God. Lea Njukuna. Lea Njukuna. Oh, yes, on You LinkedIn. mentioned that you're also working. Is it something you can mention where you're working right now? Yeah, um, at Utu Technologies. Utu Technologies. Yes. What do you do there? Um, what, are the, what does the company do? Uh, for them, uh, mostly they, they are trying to like bring in social relationships into, you know, I, I think you've heard of Maramoja Taxis. Yes, I work there. They are like the bigger uh, Maramoja is the smaller their baby so for us what we do is we are bringing in social relationships into into recommendation systems mm. so i'm i'm heading that unit yeah and yes. the wonderful work there mm. um, on the engineering side mm. keep going mm. keep soaring for sure yes. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen you had it here made in africa for, for africa, africa. <laughs> miss monjero Chiguna. Thank you so much. As Thank you designer. so much for your time. <laughs> Thank you. God bless you. Yes. Uh, whoever that is to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Black or white. Yeah. <laughs> but from where that grace comes, yes. we wish you all the best. Like Amanda says, says uh, say hi to mom. I will, definitely. For sure. For sure. <laughs> yes. And um, stay busy being born. And I'm really grateful and I'm humbled. Absolutely. Um, We're mixing it up. So for the we've had like a run of a lot of creative people. Yeah. Um, and I think for the next couple of episodes, we're going all tech. We're going all tech. Yeah. Um, Um, I get to sort of do um, your thing. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not feel left out. I know, yet. but you go on tangents. Anyway, ah, no, it's all, it's all good because at the end of the day, all these people have the same trait. 
they are busy being born. They are busy being born. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining with us once again. Thank this you. This was fun. This was fun. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah, Absolutely. To our audience Glad out there, thank you so much for listening. Um, I've been your host, Kamade. Kigodu, and you know what we say. Even before we say what we say, you know where to find us. Yeah, yeah. You do we already. Have the website at busybeingborn.africa. Mm-hmm. And in case you prefer just using your Kawaida podcast app. We're everywhere on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Ev- over whatever you think whatever, of. Whatever, Google Podcasts, uh-huh. we're everywhere. We're on Apple Podcasts, we're everywhere. As Busy Being Born Podcast. The Busy Being Born Podcast. Interact with us. On social media, at Twitter, Instagram, we are at Busy Being Born underscore. And uh-huh. on Facebook, we are <laughs> you the tell Busy us. Being Born Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Asante ni sana mazemi can wait for interactions with you especially on our latest blogs. Eh hey, Kamande maze is penning stuff out there. Check it out. Read the Tell blog. us what you think of uh, what we have in our minds. Force us to actually have Abu write something for us. Eh hey, but uh, now that I've mentioned him Asante sana Abu for what you keep doing. Uh, thank you to the ladies who are not here with us maze. Eh hey, Maria and Tina. Let's keep doing this. Stay busy being born. And you know what we always say. If you're not busy being born, then you're probably busy not living. Peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Do look out for more from us. For now, Kwaheri.